Vitamin Virility. That's the name of today's little mini clip. Vitamin Virility. I like that word, obviously, virility. I also like the word vitality. You know, all that type of stuff about energizing, optimizing, but vitamin virility. So I want to talk about a fat-soluble vitamin that's, I guess you'd say, missing from the modern diet, of course, the modern Zio diet, or many of the incarnations of the modern Zio diets. And even if you grew up eating animal foods, it's possible that even so you still didn't get enough of this vitamin or vitamin, as I'd like to say, across the pond. And what I'm referring to is K2, vitamin K2, different than K1. K1, of course, is not a fat-soluble vitamin, nor is it found in animal foods. It's typically found in green vegetation. And I even know from keeping chickens that you want to make sure that your birds have enough vitamin K1 from green vegetation because it really helps form a nice yolk. And it's also important for us too. There's, there's many minerals and things like chlorophyll and, and stuff like that in the cooked, cooked, emphasis on the cooked, green vegetation. Of course, like I said in the last broadcast, cooking these in animal lipids, perhaps even an animal lipid that contains vitamin K2, so you get that nice synergistic thing of K1 and K2. So probably most people are getting enough K1 unless they're really just eating a, a diet that's totally devoid of those foods. I know some people don't eat any plant foods whatsoever. That's very trendy these days. Uh, it's also trendy these days to not eat any animal foods. So I kind of take the middle ground, the radical centrist perspective to nutrition and like to include both of them. So K2, this is actually almost acting like a hormone in the body because K2 can boost testosterone. And we see an epidemic of not just men, but I think women suffering from low testosterone too. I think sometimes what we actually think is estrogen dominance, and it might be that, it also could be low testosterone, right? So this is a really big issue, especially when you see people in their 20s dealing with low testosterone. I mean, who would have thought that? Sometimes there are men who are boomer age that actually have higher testosterone than some of these, these youngins do. But the diet is totally in the toilet. It has been for a long time, and now we're on the third or fourth generation of malnutrition. So it would make sense that a lot of these younger generations have this fragility to them that manifests not just emotionally, but nutritionally as well. So you could take a K2 supplement, right? But I think the best way to get it is through food. I mean, you could take a supplement when you're trying to kind of boost your levels if you really feel like you're in the hole. That's kind of what supplements are good for, kind of intermittently, if you feel like you're just kind of like in this total hole where you can't crawl yourself out. Of course, you know, with the foundational good diet and lifestyle, but I'd rather focus on ways to get it from food. So what's so groovy about K2? It directs calcium where to go in the body, sending it to the right places. Now that's important as opposed to going to clogging up the arteries and forming kidney stones and things like that. So you want the calcium in your bones and teeth. You don't want calcium clogging your arteries and forming kidney stones in your kidneys. Vitamin K2 is the messenger regulating both types of this calcium. So where it goes where you want it to be, bones and teeth, and then where you don't want it to be, like let's say, clogging up the arteries or forming something like kidney stones, right? So the more insulin sensitive you are, the better you can burn 
glucose and this allows you to handle both glucose as well as keeping your body burning fat. So there's many reasons why we'd want this and keep in mind that Dr. Price, when Dr. Weston A. Price, he was a hardcore racialist by the way. I know, I know the foundation these days doesn't really kind of promote that type of feel or vibe. Maybe they do look kind of in a low-key way, but he went all over the world, saw all different people, all different races and cultures, and there was one thing he couldn't put his finger on actually knowing what it was called, and that was vitamin K2. So he called it Activator X, but he saw all across the board, depending on whether people were getting this into their diet from, you know, dairy foods or, or meat foods or the lipids of these foods, he was able to tell that this was the one thing that kind of set them apart and kept them so healthy and kept their teeth so healthy and just kept them overall so healthy. K2 also protects against things like cancer. Uh, and K1, of course, like we said, is totally different. That helps and prevents blood clots and things of that nature. So there are two different types of K2. There's MK7 and there's MK4. MK7 actually is also available in one plant food known as natto. This is a traditional Japanese food. It's fermented soybeans, whether they're black or white soybeans. This is a very different way to eat soy than some of like the more Zio ways, like, you know, I don't know, soy-fed meat or a soy burger or something like this. This is a fermented traditional food that you only eat like little tiny bits of. And you typically pair it with egg yolk and mustard and shoyu and rice and probably some meat or fish because that's typically how Japanese people eat. It's an acquired taste. There's no doubt about that. Some versions have more of a stringy, kind of almost like a melted cheese texture. It's definitely something that I guess you have to grow up eating or maybe you just kind of love it for whatever reason because you just love like stinky and weird food like that. But that is a source of MK7 that's uh, a vegetable food. It's the bacteria in that food that makes it a source of K2. But the MK4 type of K2 is most abundant animal foods, egg yolks, uh, dark meat chicken, oysters, pork, and one of the best sources that I really don't see anybody talking about consuming, it's an ancient lipid, especially in parts of Europe, would be duck fat and goose fat. Goose fat is like really hard to get. Even buying a whole goose has been an issue. I've been looking to procure, procure one for quite some time now or even to procure the organs, which seems to be met with great difficulty. Nevertheless, you can buy K2 duck fat, or all duck fat has K2, but you can buy this on places like Amazaghi and other places. It's usually coming from France. This is a great source of K2. And the grooviest thing about it is that all you have to do is just, you know, cook your eggs in it, cook your steak in it, cook your potatoes in it, just cook your food in it. You're not actually adding another food to your diet. So it's kind of a seamless way to get it in. And keep in mind that ghee too, grass-fed ghee, is a really good source of K2, as well as some of the hard cheeses like Emmental, Jarlsberg, Edam, Parmesan, Gouda. These are all sources of K2. So what I like to do oftentimes is just make a mix of ghee and duck fat and cook things in that. It tastes totally delicious. I mean, no one could argue that canola oil tastes good, soybean oil, all this stuff is Zio sludge, obviously. Even if it wasn't Zio sludge, it tastes like Zio sludge. This actually makes stuff taste delicious. If you want to like, let's say you're making like a big portion of like chopped meat or ground meat or like minced meat, wherever part of the world you're from, what you call it, you can saute that off with your 
duck fat and your ghee. And it will make it taste super tasty. You can add in some garlic, onions, bell pepper, scallions. That's typically what I like to do when I cook off like a chicken mince. And then you can just have it with like rice or potatoes or wherever else. These are great meals, especially for people who are hardworking and doing a lot of like outside labor. Uh, good for the guys and the gals but especially for men who need that extra boost of protein, especially if they're working outside and they're not just doing, you know, office style of work, is very important to get these lipids in. Typically women are the ones that have more of an issue getting enough protein, but I see it with men too. I see it with men I know in real life and I see it with male clients. I'd say basically everyone who I've worked with has not gotten enough protein and not gotten enough fat soluble vitamins. And keep in mind that all these shitty things like canola oil, soybean oil, all this zio sludge, these contain compounds that inhibit vitamin K2 production in the body. So not only are these devoid of vitamin K2, which is important for teeth health, cardiac health, sex hormone health, you're eating these zio sludge oils, if you are, that are depleting whatever levels you have in your body, right? So really important. And remember, Big Z wants, I think, half of everyone over the age of 40 on like a statin, like Lipitor. If we were eating a K2-rich diet, they wouldn't even be able to promote this, this sludge to us because they couldn't say, oh, you've got this calcification in the wrong place, you need to take this, right? So of course, nature to the rescue, delicious, tasty food to the rescue. So think about this type of stuff. If you don't have these foods as part of your, you know, current repertoire, maybe you're eating some of these animal foods, like some of these meats that we just mentioned, some of these cheeses, but think about upgrading your pantry and procuring yourself some duck fat and getting yourself some ghee. I think most people are probably more familiar with ghee than they are duck fat. And I actually will post the duck fat that I like in the description of this show. There's um, a duck fat that I buy. I think it's from the south of France. It comes in a can. You know, I'm not super crazy about things that come in a can, but you know, sometimes that's the way it is. And uh, this is one of the best duck fats I've tried. I've tried some in the past that just tasted greasy and gross, but this one is absolutely delicious. And think about it, you could be boosting your dental health, your cardiac health, and your sex hormone health while eating a delicious, tasty ancestral food. So that's all for today with this little mini clip. I'm walking around one of my favorite places, super sunny, super green, birds are chirping, uh, nice spring weather, not too hot, not too cold. It's kind of like one of those Goldilocks days. All right, everybody, have a groovy day. Until next time.